So, Audit Bites, episode number 28. How to make your audit communications clearer. <laughs> Benita, you said you're always surprised about how unclear you are. Yeah, I mean, we, we all are unclear at times. We all are. So today, I made it a point not to use the fancy entrance and all that other good stuff because I wanted to make a point. You don't need fancy graphics. You don't need fancy video or anything like that to make yourself clear. Better yet, how about we do this? How about we just come directly like this? No fancy graphics or anything like that. You can make your communications with your audit clients or with anyone extremely clear if you do a few things. So today we're going to touch on three points. Now, this is going to be extremely quick because obviously there's more that you can do beyond these three points. But let me ask you guys something. Have you ever had an audit client or two or three where you have done an audit project and in the middle of it, you thought things were going swimmingly? It seemed like you communicated everything that you needed to communicate with them. They didn't say anything about some of the issues that you presented them during the engagement, because if you've waited to the end to talk about the issues, that's your first failure. But during the engagement, you've kept up with them, kept them in the loop. Then towards the end, you start to see that their attitude changes. And it looks like they hate everything that you're saying, although you thought that you've communicated very clearly. Bonita says, I like that. I've been more and more self-conscious about how not fancy I am. Benita, don't worry about being fancy. It's the message that you're delivering and how you deliver it. So I'll tell you guys, I had this one audit client. We wrapped up this audit project and some of you may have heard me say this before, but we wrapped up this audit project and all throughout, we kept them abreast of the issues that we found. Probably was one of the worst audits that I had ever done in my life. And then in the end, sitting in the exit meeting, as we went through the issues one by one, the client was shaking his head. Yes, I understand. I understand. And we were smiling because we were like, yes, this is finally over. Then at the end, he looked at me and he said, you know what, Robert? And I was thinking, uh-oh, here it comes. Because anytime someone says, you know what? You know, something bad is probably coming. He said, you know what, Robert? And I was cringing, waiting for the you-know-what moment to be over with. He said, I really hate what you do. Now, my heart sank because, honestly, I've been doing this for over 20 years, probably about 25 now. You lose count at a certain point because you don't really want people to know how old you are. You're like, oh, I feel old. But he said, I hate what you do. And my heart sank and my face just wrinkled like, oh. And then he said, but you know what? I was like, oh, boy. It's going to get worse. But you know what? Right. He said, but you know what? I like how you do it. Now, again, those of you who know me have heard me say that on multiple occasions. I hate what you do, but I, I like how you do it. Here's the thing. Our job is hard. Oftentimes we're delivering bad news. But what distinguishes good auditors from bad auditors is the way that we deliver the message consistently to our audit clients, the way that we deliver the message consistently to our audit clients. So on episode number 28 of Audit Bites, what we're going to talk about is how to make your audit communications clear or clearer. Clarence says, I hear that too, Rob. Yeah, people hate what we do, 
but they like how we do it. So what is it about how we do it? Clarence, if you can drop some things into the chat, what have they told you that they like about how you do it? Because I'm about to give three things that can make our communications clearer, clearer with our audit clients. And the first thing I'm going to say is add personality to your audit projects. Add personality to your audit projects. Now, I know some of you think I may be talking about do a song and dance or a comedy routine, but I'm not talking about that. Here's what I'm talking about when I say that. When you add personality to your audit projects, the first thing I want you to do is treat people like human beings. Our audit clients spend eight hours a day, 40 hours a week doing what they do. So you don't think that they take it personally when we find things that are wrong? Of course they do. So you have to treat them like they are human. How can you do that? Well, the first thing you can do is find common interests with your audit clients. And I'm not saying you have to know personally how many kids they have or how they spent their weekend. The first common interest that you have is you want them to succeed at their job. Because if they succeed, then their department succeeds. If their department succeeds, then your company succeeds. So the first common interest you have with your audit clients is success in what it is that they're doing. If you come at them from an antagonistic viewpoint, then of course they're going to hate what you do and how you do it. But the first common interest you should have with your audit clients is belief in and success in what it is that they do. That is the first thing. Bonita, people hate what I do. I tell them what they don't want to hear. It's an art. Yes, it is always an art form. But here we are, episode 28 of Audit Bites, how to communicate, how to make your audit communications clearer with your audit clients. I'm saying the first thing you can do is add personality to your audit projects. When you add personality, you talk to people like they are humans. You talk to them like you care about what it is that they do. You talk to them like you care about them. That is the very first thing that you can do to make your audit communications clearer with your audit clients. Now, the second thing that you can do, by golly, is stop sending long-winded emails. I remember one time we were looking at an Excel worksheet and there was an error in the worksheet and we were trying to figure out what the error was. So what did we do? We sent this email, paragraphs on top of paragraphs saying, in cell number 35 of the Excel worksheet, we found this error and here's what it's doing and here's what we're seeing. We attached several different screen prints. Next thing you know, we had written a book. You know what the audit client did when they got that email? They picked up the phone and called us. Now, this was before everyone was hopping on Zoom calls real quick. So they picked up the phone and called us. And we both had to walk through the worksheet on a telephone call. But if you're sending long-winded emails because you're afraid to face audit clients, that is the first thing that you're doing wrong. Because no one wants to read your long-winded book. No one. Bonita says, yes. Be human yourself. You want their success. Bonita's talking about point number one when I said just be human. My goodness. Point number one was add some personality to your audit projects. And the way that you can add personality is to be human. Point number two is stop sending long-winded emails. You want to know what I mean by that? 
I've been encouraging auditors since before the pandemic, send videos to your audit clients. That does a few different things. Number one, they get to put a face with the name. They get to see you. And the more people see you, the more they become comfortable with you. The more they become comfortable with you, the more likely they are to engage and interact with you. And nowadays, the technology is here for you to send video emails. I do it all the time. There's some people that I've connected with on LinkedIn recently who were surprised because I actually sent them email uh, video instead of just text invites. I have sent them videos instead of text invites. I have audit clients now that I send videos to because it makes it more personable. It makes me seem more personable. Now, let's talk about this because video is the future. I oftentimes encourage auditors to do video work papers, but I'll do a whole separate audit bites on that. But when you're talking to your audit clients and you just wanna send a quick message, pop out your phone or use your video webcam and send them a video. Clearly articulate your thought. There's software out there where you can have something up on the screen that you're trying to show them with your picture down in the bottom because now they become familiar with you. Let me ask you something. Have you ever met someone in the first time you met them? You just didn't like them. Something just struck you as odd about them. Maybe it was what they were wearing. Maybe it was what they were saying. Maybe you just didn't like the mole on the side of their face. But then the more and more you saw them and you started interacting with them, you started to warm up to them. Who knows what the initial reason was, but the more you saw them, you started to warm up to them. It's the same thing with our audit clients. We work in a field where we're already behind the eight ball. They kind of don't like us to start with. Better yet, they're apprehensive of us. Let's not say that they don't like us. They're apprehensive because one audit report could significantly change their life for the better or for the worse. Now, if they're constantly seeing you and they see our smiling faces, because I say this all the time, Auditors are some of the most friendly people in the world. We take a real objective view in life, and so that makes us really good people. But when you look at the stigma placed on our job function, it's hard for people to see past that. One way to get them to see past that is for them to be familiar with seeing our faces. Have them familiar with seeing our faces. Clarence says, I arrive at the site early to meet people and it works for me. Yeah, people want to see you. When they see you, they get to know you. There's something called the know, like, and trust factor. People get to know you, which means they get to like you a little bit. Once they like you, they start to trust you. But that can only happen if they see you. Now, marketers have done research studies that say, that people have to see you. I think the number keeps increasing because it used to be they have to see you a total of about 90 times in order to really trust you. And that's why you see the same commercials on television. Well, now with social media, we're bombarded with information. That number may have increased. So the more people see your face, they become familiar with you. The more you show up consistently, people begin to trust you because now they see you. Now they see you consistently, and now they begin to trust you because they know what to expect from you. You notice on this show, Audit Bites, 
I have a consistent background, a consistent theme. You know, when you see the dark gray with the black letters and then you see the red strip across the bottom, you know, it's me. More and more auditors are emailing me saying we love Audit Bites. We feel as though we know you. Well, you do know me because this is real. These are my thoughts and beliefs on auditing. I want to see you succeed as an auditor. So here's what I'm going to say. I really want to see you succeed. And in that success, I want you to take a listen to Audit Bites, the podcast, and my other podcast, Friday Fraudster. You can go to auditbites.com and fridayfraudster.com. Now, what we do on these shows is we give valuable information to help you succeed in your career. You see how that works? So when you start doing that with your audit clients, they're going to start to trust you more because you show up consistently. So you guys, this is episode number 28 of Audit Bites. How to make your communications clearer with your audit clients. The first thing you want to do is add personality to your projects. Again, I don't mean do a sing and dance show, but what I mean is talk to people like they're human. That's it. Inject some personality. Find a common interest with people. The first common interest that you have with your audit clients is you want to see them succeed. Because if they succeed, then their department succeeds. If their department succeeds, then the company succeeds. If the company succeeds, then you all as an audit department succeed as well. The second thing I want you to do is stop sending long-winded emails. Get on video with your audit clients because that helps build what marketers call the know, like, and trust factor. In your audit department, you're always marketing. You may not think that, but you are always marketing. And the marketing that you're doing is you're starting out from behind to begin with because there's a natural apprehension to auditors. There's a natural apprehension to auditors. Now, while we're talking about this, video is the future. So I want to invite you guys to attend a course where I'm showing you how to show up in those virtual meetings like a professional. If you've watched me for any length of time, you've seen that my background and everything has changed because I've been moving around. But the one thing that remains consistent is the lighting is good. The graphics that I have are good, but I'm not a professional producer, where well, I guess maybe I am now, you can learn to do the exact same thing in those virtual meetings that you have. And this Saturday, my friend Sri Mahabir and I, we have a course, how to show up like a boss in your next virtual meeting. If you want information on this course, message me and I'll give you all the details that you need. It's two and a half hours, starting at noon Central Standard Time, ending at about 2.30 you'll be armed with the information that you need to show up like a professional in your next Zoom meeting, whether it be your staff meeting, a meeting with an audit client, or just a meeting with your grandmother who lives halfway around the world. You need to know how to look professional in those meetings because believe me, your audit clients are judging you. Bonita says KLT factor. That is it, Bonita, you know about that. The know, like, and trust factor. You want to get people to know you, like you and trust you because as auditors we are called what trusted advisors yet we don't take courses ourselves in marketing on how to market our audit function i think that we're doing ourselves a disservice if we don't show up in a professional manner when we deal with our audit clients so this is episode number 28 of audit bites how to make your audit communications clear point one 
was add some personality to your audit projects. Again, not a song and dance. Just treat your clients like they're human. Second point is stop sending long-winded emails. Get on video so that your clients can see your face while you're explaining to them what it is that you're trying to tell them. It's not as difficult as you think. And if you message me, I can introduce you to a course that I'm offering to teach you how to show up like a boss in your next virtual business meeting. Now, the third thing that we're going to say is regular communication typically resolves most issues. Oftentimes what we do is we start audit projects and we think that we're regularly communicating with audit clients, but we really aren't. And then the project lasts a week, a month, a year. Anybody had any year long audit projects? And the communication is fragmented and broken. Oftentimes the first time clients are really getting a grasp of the audit results is at the end. And you look back at the emails that you've sent them and you thought that you were communicating effectively, but you weren't. So the third thing that we can do is have regular and effective communication with our audit clients. That typically resolves most issues. I can tell you that most exit meetings that I have have lasted about 15 to 20 minutes, if that. Some of them have been five to 10. Why? Because of the regular and effective communications throughout audit projects. So if you want to make your audit communications clearer with your audit clients, Add some personality to your audit projects. People love talking to others who they like. They can dislike your job and still like you as a person. But oftentimes we create this wall with our audit clients where we think that being personal with them is some sort of, I don't know, foreign thing, but it's not. The second thing we need to do is stop sending long-winded emails. Get on a Zoom call with clients or better yet, record a video and send it to them so that they can see you, your smiling face, so that they can see what it is that you're trying to communicate with them because you're going to have it on the screen behind you, for goodness sake. The third thing that you're going to do is have regular communication. And if you have regular communication, people start to warm up to you. Yes, they even warm up to us auditors. So have regular communications with your clients. You guys, be on the lookout later on today. I'm going to do a pop-up live. What I'm going to do in that pop-up live is I'm going to show you how you can turn any environment into a good environment for showing up in your virtual meetings. See, here's the deal. I was doing a training for a client, oh, in the middle of the pandemic. And most people had their cameras off. And I had a lot of executives from the department on that call as well. And they started fussing at their staff level workers saying, turn your cameras on. Now, while I want people to turn their cameras on, I got it. Most people were afraid to turn their cameras on because they didn't have home offices like some of the chief audit executives and directors that were on this call. They were working from their bedroom and they were embarrassed. So we had a small discussion on how to show up in any environment. So later on today, I'm going to do a pop-up live. I'm going to show you how I use a simple chest of drawer and a television that's on a wall in a living room to do a professional presentation. You can show up professionally from anywhere because believe me, your clients are judging you, but they also want to see you. Drop into the chat how many of you are kind of afraid to turn your camera on because of your background. I'm just curious. Episode number 28 of Audit Bites. 
how to make your communications clear with your audit clients. Again, this is just a small chunk or bite of audit information. I have several courses where I talk in depth about these things. If you're interested in learning more, message me. But the first thing you need to do is add personality to your audit projects. Stop sending those long-winded emails and have regular communications with your audit clients. This has been episode number 28. I've thoroughly enjoyed you guys spending your time with me. We'll see you at the next episode. Until then, peace. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Audit Bites. If you want to do more, see more, be more, check out our website at auditguide.com where you will find quality training. Audit merch. Yes, we have hats, shirts, and other apparel, as well as past copies of this podcast and the Friday Frogster podcast. www.thatauditguide.com. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.